welcome to the Mompreneur Coach Podcast. I'm your host, and your Mompreneur Coach, Amanda Masterson. I'm teaching mompreneurs a revolutionary new way to build their businesses online. We're living in authenticity, ditching those hey girl messages, saying goodbye to that hustle culture, and building businesses rooted in balance and abundance. Oh, yeah, midday naps too. If you're ready to reignite your passion, make way more money than you ever thought possible, and still be totally present for all of the memories, all of the moments with your family, then girlfriend, you have found your home base. Let's redefine the online social selling space together. Hey friends, and welcome back to another episode. Before we jump in today, I want to let you in on a little secret. Okay, so it's not really a secret, but I am, and you've probably noticed this already if you follow me on social media, but I'm pivoting a little bit in my business, just a little, just a little, and I am going to be working with more women to help you, women just like you, to create clarity and confidence in your life and in your business. And I'm going to be really just specializing in helping other women who want to escape their nine to five, right? Whether it be because there's just no passion there any longer, whether it be because you're burned out and overwhelmed, or maybe you love your career, you love your job, but you just want more time freedom with your family. And so if that's you, if you are a mom who desperately wants to escape her nine to five, then this is your home. This is your home. And so I'm so glad that you are here. And so you will see my content really shift just just a little bit, right? Like it's still in the same vein of what I've been doing all along, but my content's gonna be tailored to you to help you to really develop that clarity, that confidence that you need and really forge a path forward for yourself so that you can ultimately escape your nine to five. All right, let's dive in to what I have planned for you today. So this episode is going to be for, I really had two different women on my heart when I was planning out this content for you. And so first of all, if you are a mom who already has your own business and you're looking for more growth, you want more success, right? and you're really not sure how to get there, you've tried all of the things, then this podcast is going to be for you. But if you're the mom who's been thinking about, you know, like I spoke about escaping your nine to five, if it's been on your heart and you've been exploring different options to start your own online business, right? But maybe you're just not sure what that even looks like. This episode is going to be for you too. And so let me talk to you first, if you are the mom who you have a business already, and if you don't have a business yet, but it's been on your heart, or you want to escape that nine to five, and you're just not really sure how hang tight, because I'm going to explain how this is going to be for you as well. But let me first speak to you if you already have a business, okay? If you can answer yes to one of these three questions, then you're going to find massive value in this episode today. Okay, number one. Do you feel like you've tried all the things and you're just not growing like you would want to? Or maybe you're just not growing as quickly as you thought you would. Okay, question number two. Are you using the same strategies that you are seeing other women be successful with in their businesses, but it's just not working for you? Or number three, 
Are you just tired of hustling and grinding? And yeah, maybe you're getting the results, but it's at a cost. It's at a huge cost. Or maybe you're tired of hustling and grinding and still not seeing the results that you expected in your business. If any of those three questions really you can relate to, then this is for you. Okay, but if you're in this land of wanting to escape your nine to five and online business has crossed your mind, but you haven't taken that leap yet, if you've watched other women just like you succeed in online business, if you've also watched other women just like you fail and that seeded some doubt, then this episode is for you because I'm going to be sharing with you today three things that I have done, and this is just in the past probably six months, three things that I have done that have really helped me to grow my business. And here's the thing. These three things have nothing to do with my business. It's not a different strategy. It's not a social media marketing thing. It's not a magic sauce or whatever. No, these are three things that have nothing to do with my business, but yet have produced results in my business. And these are really three things that I recommend everybody get a handle on. If you haven't yet started your business, get a handle on these three things right now before you dive into online business. And if you already have your business, I want to give you permission. This is your permission slip to slow down and to get these three things that I'm going to share with you to get them right before you continue forging forward in your business. And I want to tell you too, if you are that mom in that second boat, you know, you're looking for a way out of that nine to five grind. You want more balance. You want more time freedom. There are so many different online business models. And I think that social media has almost tricked us into thinking that network marketing is the only way because that's what we see so many of our friends and family and just other influencers doing. But I want you to know there's more avenues than network marketing or multi-level marketing. There's coaching, there's consulting, there's how-to, there's done-for-you services, there's product-based services, there's high-ticket online sales. So there's a multitude of avenues that you can take I often get the question, well, what do you think is the best avenue, Amanda? And I would say, if you have no experience on social media, high ticket sales. Okay, high ticket sales has been the path that's really allowed me to have more time freedom because it's given me more financial gain and quicker than probably any of the other routes. Okay, but it's really what do you connect with? What are you passionate about? And if you want to chat a little bit more on that topic about really figuring out getting clear on what path might be best for you, then you just need to go over to social media. You know where to find me. I'm at Amanda Masterson Coaching and shoot me a DM and we can set up a time to chat and to really create that clarity for you. All right, so let's dive in. Okay, three things that I did to grow my business that have nothing to do with business or three things that you really need to nail down, in my opinion, before you start an online business. Okay, and I got to back up and just say these things, these three things are going to help you to really just be more successful in life, in any area of life. You're going to be more fulfilled. You're going to be more balanced. You're going to find more happiness. So three ways. Let's dive in. Number one, I grew my prayer life. Okay. I will tell you in the last six months, I have really leaned into my prayer life and just having dialogue and conversation with God. Okay. Two main things that I want to share with you. 
I'd created a prayer board. Okay, so here's what I do. I was doing this in my basement on the wall, but the sticky notes were falling off. So I bought a whiteboard and I write my prayers on a sticky note and I stick them to the board. Okay, and when God answers a prayer, then I take that sticky note off and I write on the back of it how he answered that prayer. And then those sticky notes go in a line on one side of the board. And so this has been really powerful for a couple of reasons. Number one, it helps me to really stay consistent in my prayer life. But number two, it shows me all of the ways that God has answered the prayers that I've prayed before, the things that I've asked for, how he's delivered on those things. And I think oftentimes what we do is we we pray a prayer and then we either like forget about it and we don't pray consistently um, on that same prayer or God answers it. And oftentimes he answers it in a way that we least expect. And so therefore I don't think, and maybe I'm just speaking for myself, but I didn't always give him the credit because he didn't answer it in, in the way that I thought he would, the way that I was looking for. Okay, so this prayer board allows me to really track what am I really leaning into right now? Like what do I need God's support in? And also, how has he supported me? How has he answered my prayers in the past? Okay, so that's number one. Number two is really filling your mind with praise and worship music. And so here's the thing. Whatever you allow into your mind through your ears, that's going to come out through your heart and through your actions. So I have found that when I am constantly feeding my mind praise and worship through music, I'm more patient. I go to God more often. I have more dialogue. I'm more consistent in my prayer journey. Okay, so that's been a big piece for me. And what I've been doing is during my workouts, I just crank down the volume on the workout video, and then I have praise music going in the background. And you can call me crazy if you want, but I also think it's really helped me to build strength and build endurance in my workouts because it takes my mind away from that workout. Now, also, and I think this is key too, I think sometimes in our prayer lives, when we pray, we stop and wait and we stop and wait for an answer. And I think it's important to pause and pray on really important decisions on all decisions, really. But I also have not been holding back from taking action. And I think that's key because I personally would get into this habit of praying and waiting, praying and waiting, praying and waiting. But during those periods of waiting, I was not taking action that I could be taking. Okay, so I pause and pray, but then I go ahead and take the right actions and trust that he will guide those actions. I really give him my desires and my, and my ideas, and I ask him to mold them and then to give them back to me. Okay, because I said this already, but his plans are always bigger and better than anything that we could imagine. Also, when it comes to your prayer life, ask for very specific things. This has been game changer for me because it helps me, again, to have really clear conversations with God. Okay, but I think too often our prayer lives become really generic. You know, bless, you know, bless my marriage, bless my business, that kind of stuff, bless my kids. But we don't get specific. God wants you to get very specific with him. And I'll give you a specific example. So within the past few months, I really was struggling with managing my health. My workouts weren't what they needed to be. My nutrition wasn't what it needed to be. I knew my hormones were off balance. I, I, I have Hashimoto's disease. So keeping those thyroid hormones in check and in balance is, is a constant struggle sometimes. And so instead of asking like, God, just like help me to be healthier, which is probably what I would have done 
you know, a year ago, I specifically asked him to show me and give me the resources that I needed, the tools that I needed, the things that I needed, the accountability that I needed, the people that I needed to reclaim my health and to really rebalance my hormones. And he did. It wasn't long after I prayed that very specific prayer that somehow Natalie, who is my um, nutrition and hormone coach now, popped up into a podcast that I was listening to. And I know that was God putting her in front of me because I've been working with her now for about six weeks and it's been game changer. It has been game changer in my health. Okay, so ask for the specific things that you want, but then hand over those things to him and allow him to mold them and to give them back to you. Okay, so that was number one. I grew my prayer life. Number two, the second thing that I've done that's really had a major impact on my business and allowed my business to grow was that I focused on my own health. Okay, I want you to hear me when I say this. You can only serve and care for other people in your life when your cup is overflowing. You serve from the overflow. Okay, you cannot serve from depletion. You have to fill your own cup first. And I know you know this, but I also know that the majority of women don't do it. Right? When you get on an airplane, if that cabin in your airplane loses air pressure, what are you supposed to do? Are you supposed to hurry around and try to put the oxygen mask on your child first? No, you're supposed to put your own oxygen mask on first so that you can help your child. You can't help your child if you cannot breathe. Okay, and this is the same thing. I shared with you already that I felt my health just kind of getting out of control. My hormones and Hashimoto's was starting to really affect my cortisol levels. It was affecting my nutrition. It was affecting my stress. Okay, and hiring Natalie as my nutritionist and my hormone coach, okay, I needed her to tell me exactly what to do. I needed her to make it easy for me. So by hiring her, by having a very simple system to follow, by prioritizing my sleep with early bedtimes and nighttime routines and decreasing the amount of exposure to that blue light through my computer and my phone and TV and all of those electronics, I'm starting to see my health turn around. And as a result, I'm seeing turnaround in my business as well. Another example of how I've kind of combined, number one, growing my prayer life, and number two, focusing on my health, is in the mornings, I was forcing myself to get up really early, like 4.30, 5 o'clock, in order to work my business. Okay, and I started to think, like, Amanda, what kind of energy are you bringing to your business in those wee hours? Right? Like, are you bringing an energy that you're tired and you're exhausted And you didn't get much sleep last night because the kids were up or this or that or whatever. Like, how is that really affecting your business? And so here's just a little bit of a switch that I made. Okay, I prioritize my Bible study and my devotions in the morning. And so then rather than starting my day in my business, which seemed to just spike my cortisol and my stress and and all of those like anxious feelings, I'm starting my day in my Bible study. Okay, and that has just shifted my entire, my entire mindset, just how I felt It's decreased my anxiety. As an adult, here's what I've learned. We have power over our own lives. We have the power to prioritize those things which are important to us. And even though we have that power, we do not execute on that power often enough. You can time block your day all day long. 
But if your time blocking isn't reflective of your priorities, even if they're all in there, but they're just miscombobulated and not in the right spots, right? Just like me, if you're, if, you know, I was working my business first instead of putting God first, it wasn't working and it was affecting all areas of my life. The order in which you do things is just as important as the things that you're doing oftentimes. Okay. So number three, all right, I got to say this one, uh, it is a little bit business related, but nonetheless, this is important and it's this. I got back to being, to being me, to being as authentic, to being as real, to being bold. I just got really clear on what it is that I stood for, what my values were and what I wanted, what I wanted out of my life, what I wanted out of my business. And I realized I had to remind myself that people will work with me because of me, because of what I bring to the table, more so than because of the thing that I have to offer. And it's the same for you. People will work with you because of you. Yeah, they have to need and want the thing that you have to offer as well. For example, if you're a health coach, the reason that somebody's gonna choose to work with you specifically is not gonna be for the supplements or the programs that you offer. It's gonna be because of what you personally bring to the table. So you need to connect with your audience. And you can't do that if you're not being you. You also can't do that if you let social media take over your life and twist who you are. Be you. Be the best version of you. Don't be the version that you think your audience wants. Don't be the version of you that you think is perfect. Don't be the version of you that your upline tells you you need to to be or your boss or whoever or the experts. When you live in your authenticity, when you are bold and real and honest and just true to your core values, you will attract those people who are supposed to work with you, while also repelling those who perhaps aren't. A perfect example of this is a post that I recently put out on Instagram. And basically, it was a post about how my point of view, my personal point of view, was that the two-income household was strategically designed to remove the influence of family and maximize the influence of culture on our children. And when I posted that, Not only did it allow my audience to really connect with me, but it also allowed me to really shed a ton of followers who didn't align with my core values and my beliefs. And that's okay. And I think the version of me six months ago, eight months ago, nine months ago, that would have been a hit. That would have been, if I'm being honest, an ego hit at that point. To lose, I lost over 100 followers within two days of posting that post. But instead, today, I'm celebrating that. Because I know that those people who voluntarily removed themselves, they weren't my people. And that's okay. That's okay. That's good. It's more than okay. It's good, my friend. Okay, so be you. Be the truest version of you. I will also say, and I'm going to do an episode about some of the worst business advice that I've gotten ever. And one of the worst pieces of business advice that I have gotten was that my social media is not mine because I run a business on it and I should not be posting anything personal. My kids shouldn't be on there if they're not in my business. My dog shouldn't be on there or whatever. And I think that's just the worst piece of advice ever because if you are not authentically you, you are not gonna connect with your audience. So stay tuned for a full episode on the worst business advice ever, but that's just a little sneak peek into that. And I'll tell you, if you're, if you're relating to this and you're like, and you're like me, right? Because I was there 
and you're in this position where you don't feel you're as authentic in your social media, in your business, in your life as, as you should be, I want to tell you this. In order to become authentic, you're going to have to stop listening to everybody else. There are tons of strategies, beliefs, values that people are going to have, right? When it comes to your business, there are tons of strategies that can all be successful. Okay, there's no one right best only strategy. And I think that the biggest reason or one of the biggest reasons that so many people don't survive online business is because they believe there is one right only best strategy. And when they think they find it, they really lean into it, even if it contradicts their own core values, their own authenticity. And that's why they fail. You have to find what aligns with your core values, the strategies that align with your core values and your beliefs, the mentors, the coaches, the community. For me, I had a I had to really surrender the hustle culture. I had to take care of me first and you have to take care of you first. And sometimes that means going against the grain of what other people tell you it's going to take to be successful. I was in three different masterminds, three different coaching groups, and they were all equally amazing. But I had to drop two of them. Okay, I had to stop showing up to the calls and participating in the um, you know, the chat threads and all of those things. I had to pull away because they were pulling me away from the action that I needed to take. They were pulling me in different directions in my business because each mastermind was throwing out a different amazing idea and often multiple ideas. And I was lost trying, wanting to, you know, implement all of them. And the reality is this, right? I will have the recorded content from those masterminds to go back to in the future if I so choose. But for right now, I had to make the choice to pick one, to pick the one that aligned most with my core values and my desires and how I wanted to run my business in this season of my life. And I'll tell you, that was a really hard decision, especially since I paid for those masterminds. I paid to be a part of those masterminds. Okay, so really protect what you're allowing to influence you. And maybe you haven't paid for masterminds like I had, but consider what you're listening to on podcasts. Consider the emails that you're subscribed to. Consider the people that you're following on social media. Listen, you have the power to control what influences you because you have the power to decide who you listen to, who you follow. Do not be afraid to cut ties on social media, to unsubscribe from the emails, to unfollow the podcasts if they don't align with your values and how you want to live your life and how you want to show up. And I hope you want to show up as the best version of you, the version that God is calling you to be. Because here's the thing, sis, and I think this is really what all three of these these pieces that I'm bringing you today, they all kind of really boil down to this. Sometimes you have to slow down to speed up. And one of the coaches that I'm currently working with, she said this to me recently. Okay, because I'm telling you within the last, you know, six, six months ago, I was all over the place. And when I was working really hard to get the clarity that I needed personally in my own business, I had to slow down in order to speed up. You have to put your blinders on, okay? Just like racehorses. Racehorses wear blinders. Why do they do that? Because they already have everything that they need inside of them to win. They've been trained. I don't know really what racehorses need or have, but I know that they have everything inside of them that they need to win that race. And the thing that will cause them to lose the race is if they get distracted by what is going on around them. They have to look only at the track ahead, 
only the next steps that they need to take, only focusing on crossing that finish line and running the race that they were made to run, running the race that they have trained for. And we are the same way. We have to put our blinders on. We have to stay in our own lane. Okay, we have to stay in our own lane, focus on the path that God has created for us. And by the way, you're not going to know what that path is if you're not talking to him regularly. Okay, but we have to put the blinders on just like the racehorse so that we can win the race that we were meant to win. Because I want you to win your race and I want to win my race. We're all in the same big race, right? Like life, but we're all in our own lane. And it would serve, we would serve ourselves well if we just stayed in that lane. All right, friends. Okay, so let's recap the three things that I have done recently within the last six months that have had the biggest impact on my business and my life really that have nothing to do with business. Number one, I grew my prayer life. Number two, I focused on my own health. And number three, I just really leaned into who I am, being very authentic, figuring out, first of all, you have to figure out who you are, right? Figuring out who you are and then leaning into that, right? Like with reckless abandon, without fear, without anxiety, without worries of what other people are going to think. You have to be you. Those are the three things. And if you really nail those three things, I'm telling you, whether you have a business or not, your life will change. If you have a business, your business will also grow. And if you're thinking about jumping into a business, you will do so so much more easily if you have these three things under control before you jump in. All right, friends, that is what I have for you in this episode. As always, I am so, so grateful that you choose to spend your time hanging out with me, whether you are in your car driving, whether you are on a walk, whether you are, you know, listening as you're doing the dishes or doing laundry. I am just grateful for you. So until the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Mompreneur Coach Podcast. Before you go, I'd love to hear from you. So can you do me a favor? If you haven't already, could you drop me a five-star review? because that is the best way for us to get this podcast out to other mompreneurs just like you who need to hear this message as well. You can also share your mega takeaways on social media and in your stories. Just tag me at Amanda Masterson Coaching. I so appreciate every single review. So until next time.